Everybody, welcome back to the Camel Hump Podcast. My name is Jesse James. Along with me, my wife, that good boy friend, Cole. That boy Cole. This is just our um, our weekend or weekend or weekly show where we just kind of talk about whatever we want. Whatever we want. We're just two guys from Ohio, kind of sharing our thoughts and opinions on this, on that, on whatever. You know, hey, it's coming. Up. Halloween is here. Halloween is up on us. I'm ready for it. What do you got? What do you got going on for Halloween? What's up? Ah, uh, I don't really have anything. Like I, I used to get like dressed up, and I would try to get something creepy going on and scare the kids. Mm. I remember one year, um, I had my sister. She um did my face up. I found something I wanted, so so it looked like my uh, face was unzipped. Mm. She and, did a good uh, job at it. She did a great job at it, and I. I but almost too good to where the kids didn't even want to approach me. That's a good thing. So like I met a lot of uh, soccer moms that that that. <laughs> what was you doing? Uh, handing out candy? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, a friend of mine called me up and uh, they wanted me to come hand out candy at their house, and it's a wealthy neighborhood. So I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, but but. Yep, yep. Heck yeah, I know. Uh, Kayla always gets really into Halloween. I remember. Uh, like she, I don't get into Halloween at all. I don't like it. It's like I'm a party pooper. I don't like people. I don't like. Um, I just don't like. I don't like Thanksgiving. Uh, any you don't fam- like Thanksgiving. I don't like any family events, birthday parties, anything. I don't like it. I don't like the idea of a a bunch of people come. I don't like any kind of ever anything. Well, this is your year then. This is my, yeah. This is this is my year. So, what's your uh, what, what are you looking forward to with Halloween? You gonna dress up this year? Is that what you plan on doing? Mm, I don't think I'm gonna dress up, but I don't know, like, cause what I I seen this like uh, this cop outfit, you know, with the really tight short shorts. I don't think that that's uh, very like a Reno nine one one. Yeah, I was thinking about doing that, but I just I don't know. It's something about that says d- don't do that, but. It's probably not the year to be a cop. <laughs> that <laughs> you're probably right. Yeah, it's probably. I, there was probably going to be at least I don't know how many reports. Yeah, you don't want to be a, you don't want to be a cop. What, what about Gabe? How 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 old is he getting to be now? He's he's 11 now. Uh, so he, he's at that age where he probably doesn't really want to. I don't know. How does that work? Uh, he I think he just goes just to go just to do something. Um, you let him go by himself yet? Uh, no. I mean, I haven't. Which I've always went, and I think this year he's he's probably going to end up going with his mom. So I don't know if they're just going to let him go do their thing or if he's they're at that walk. age where it's kind of. But I remember us, me and you, and Tim K being at that age, and I think Thomas would come over. Well, we was at about that age, but it seems a little bit different. Like we probably didn't have the best of parents. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> consider whenever I think of, think back because I remember us running around town, young, young, yeah, I mean, riding bikes to Plymouth and back and stuff it's like. Um, then I'm thinking, of course, my son's only two, your son's 11, but if my son was 10 or 11 or 12, it'd be like maybe 12, 12, I think is the age where you get a little bit of freedom, maybe 13, but you grow a lot between that 12 and 16. That is true. Cause I remember, I don't know why I remember this, but I remember when I was littler, I, uh, I, I went up to your house one time. I don't know if you remember probably not, but it was only for like five minutes. My mom was like, okay, you, you can go up there, but just for five minutes. Yeah. I mean, I do remember when you first started coming around when you, we were really young. I don't know why that is. Your mom never. No. And then as as I got older, I just kind of, I just, dude, I remember by, by the time high school came around, I don't even think I came home a whole lot. I would just sleep at your house or just who's ever's. Yeah. You would stay at my house for a, 
a long time. I, you, I, I would stay at your house. I would drive your car. Yeah, that and uh, Tim K pretty much lived at my house too. Mm-hmm. That was a nice little spot. See, because we had a kind of we had a lot of freedom at my house. My mom was always gone, working two jobs, so she was like literally never there. No, and it was awesome. It was nice, but like thinking about it, like all these kids running around, like your son's eleven. He's at that age to where he could probably, he's a pretty responsible kid, nice kid. He could probably be fine going off by himself, but it's like, what about these super psychotic predators around the world? Like you as a, as a, as a young father, me as a young father, it's like, it makes me nervous. It makes me nervous. Just like, right. Even thinking about like, if, if you're going to be left at home by yourself. Right. Because I remember being young, young, like really young. I couldn't go further than my mom's voice. That was like. The thing. And then it got a little bit older, and then it was the streetlights. That mm-hmm. was like, if you're not home by streetlights, either something's wrong or you're in a lot of trouble. But now I'm thinking like, dude, I don't know if it's people are more crazy today or if like it's just the realm of like information is shared so fast. So we see all the negative stories. We see all the bad things in the world at a moment's notice. So and I it think seems that's, like yeah, there's it's, more, but there's not, right? Well, and... It, there's probably not. There's probably the, the the same amount as there was back then, but we just have more ways to see it now. Right. I mean, way more ways if you think about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're we're going off of when we were little. They had flip phones. I mean, and now we have Facebook. Yeah. So there, it's totally different. Speaking of flip phones, I remember uh, years ago, uh, my mom got a kid. My mom got a cell phone. This was when like. Only rich people had cell phones. And th- and this was the time to where, was it uh, maybe Verizon? I can't remember if it was Verizon or someone else. But, yeah, well, I think it was Verizon came to Mansfield. Like, that was the time when they started, cell phones started to become a little more affordable. I can't remember what age I was. But um, she had one, and, like, I would see people. I would, like, take her. She didn't know how to really use it. She, she bought it for emergencies and stuff. And I would grab her phone whenever I'd seen like a cute girl or like a group of people that I wanted to look cool in front of. And I would put it to my head and act like I was talking to somebody. <laughs> so they seen that I had a cell phone. Right. And, yeah. And like that whole, and then after that, a year or just a few years after that, it just, cell phones just exploded to where uh, a big thing was the Nokia fucking, um, um, you could get a cell phone. And just prepaid, prepaid minute phones. Those, those were cool. Those were cool too. But I remember doing that. I also remember um, renting DVDs and not having a DVD player when I'd go to the library and or Easy Go Video. Whenever I'd see like a cute girl or um, some of the rich people from, well, we're from Shiloh, but like all the rich kids from Plymouth, which so they're not rich. It, coming from Shiloh, you thought they were rich, right? Right. Life, you realize how wrong you are. But I would see like the rich kids from Plymouth at Easy Go Video. So I would grab a couple of DVDs and rent them, and I didn't have a DVD player. And you just walked out of there like, yep. Yeah, I just rent DVDs. Yeah, I'm just looking at your DVD section. Not even having a DVD player. At the time, DVD players were like 600 bucks. So it was like, but people was playing them on their computer. And, well, we had an older shitty computer, and I thought, well, maybe it'll work on mine. But no, it don't work that way. Like, you had to have a decent computer to ever play DVDs now. DVDs are obsolete. It's just weird how fast life is turning. And But we talked about last week that the age and the demographic that we grew up in was like a mix between, like, we're that perfect age, I think. Mm-hmm. We respect life and we respect 
like living life as it, like what happens if everything kind of reverted back a little bit, mm-hmm. we'd be fine. And a lot of people wouldn't. No, they wouldn't know what to do. They would not know what to do. You know, and like me and Connor was looking, uh, we just picked up, and I'll tell the story later. We picked up a dump truck, but we'll go into the dump truck here in a little bit. We were looking at our Google Maps instead of like, we were looking at routes to take from our Google Maps, and but we didn't GPS it. And then I, we were like, well, we can get on this road. It, it, look, it connects to here, to here, to here. We can avert it. But like, and then we just was like, well, why don't we just punch it? Like, just let it take us. But it just seems like every time you just let the GPS take you, it always takes you in a way you don't want to go. It's always like a stupid way where you could have got on like route 30 and got there 20 minutes fast. Turn here, turn there, go through this cornfield, cut a hard left, you're there. <laughs> right. It, it, so it's just, life is just a little bit different. But with with Halloween coming is uh, candy. And before I ask you what your favorite candy is, I'll let you, give you a couple seconds to think about that. I made a vow to myself and I told Connor, I'm not buying any more candy in this household ever again. And I tell you why. Every time I bring candy home for myself, Kayla and the baby always steal all my food. Now, I don't know if that's normal, if anybody else is out there, where I have to hide candy from my children. Or like, I have to, like I can't have nothing or he will eat it all. So you're like, so you're like running to the corner like a squirrel eating a nut. You're just yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's horrible. So what's your favorite kind of candy? All right. I'm, I'm going to hit you just looking at me. What 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 do I look like? What do I look like I'm putting in my mouth? You look like you're an almond joy. I am. How did you know that? <laughs> is that what it is? Yes, that yeah. I'm a little freaked out right now. Yeah, well I've always remember you eating almond joys and different kinds of candies like that. Yeah, I'm an almond joy. Yeah, I know that. I've known you. I've I've Man. known yeah, that, 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 that You really just ruined it. Like I thought I thought I had you and then no, if you just like put a wall up you're like yeah no we're not doing this well i just remember i've always remembered you eating the weird ass candies because i've always liked the paydays and Reese cups has always been my thing Reese cups are like you know a candy bar that i didn't know existed until like two years ago i watch him call it yes what is up with you i don't know but i i am on it i am on it i don't know what am i thinking right now <laughs> you're thinking how does he know these things because he it, can't know them. <laughs> but no uh you kind of threw me threw me kind of off track there, though. Wow. Payday. Payday. Yeah, payday candies are great. Anything else about Halloween you want to touch on? It's a um, it's a big topic. You know, you know what's weird, honestly. It's like, like all these Disney shows. Like Kayla's got Disney Plus or whatever, and she like her and her mom always watch like a Halloween Town and all these goofy shows. Yeah. Like if you was to think, like according to these stupid dorky disney shows like halloween's like this huge important ho- uh, like uh, holiday or something i've never felt that way it, it like just, so many people get super excited i feel like it's just depends on the stage in your life because like when you're a kid you've got that that hero that are you know that superhero that princess you want to be when you're in your mid-20s you just Mm, all the parties you you want to go to the party and see and see the girl with the with in in the costume that yeah it gives yeah and used to be little sluts for a week right and and you want to you want to be something funny or maybe you got a body and you want to be like thor or something right i don't know show him thor's hammer right yeah and if you're if you're kind of younger like from 25 
to 16. That's like that perfect prime testosterone, puberty, right. sexual and then drive. After I that. It. I get it. Yeah. I don't know. Well, speaking about uh, like Disney Plus and stuff, do you see that uh, T-Mobile? T-Mobile sucks. I don't know if you ever had T-Mobile. T-Mobile's or... horrible. Right. T-Mobile's... I actually went to get a phone from them one time, and they're like, yeah, we, you... Are they Sprint? Are they connected to Sprint, too? I think they are now. Because I had Sprint, and that was horrible. I could only be in, like, certain towns to get any service at all. I, uh... It th- sucked. Same here. And, and and I called them, and I said, look, I don't... I can't get service through you guys. Like, I, I just can't. I can't make any calls. I can't do anything. I like the payment plan. Like, I like the payments and stuff. Like, it was cheaper, oh. unlimited data at the time. It was cheap, but it, it wasn't right. And then they, they like, charged me all kinds of fees. They're like, well, if you cancel, then I'm like, no. How? Like, because I thought that if if they couldn't supply you with the service, then. Right. You can, you'd be able to get out. It makes no sense. Yeah. I, I know exactly. When I had Sprint, like, I used to have Verizon Wireless, right? And I had Verizon Wireless when there was unlimited service or unlimited uh, gigs, and you'd have unlimited gigs as long as you, you grandfathered in because there was that weird time to where if you had a smartphone through them that you could, um, I can't remember, like if you had a smartphone, they would you continue to do it because they capped you at like 25 gigs or something like that. Well, that whole time I had, I, I always had a smartphone, and then I broke it. I had a BlackBerry, and then I blo- broke my BlackBerry years ago. And the so, storm, Blackberry storm. Well, I had a, re- a pearl, and then I went to regular Blackberry. Then I had a storm, and I broke it. The storm, and I went to uh, a chocolate. You want them weird, you mm-hmm. know, music phones or whatever. And because I was still paying for, I was still paying for my unlimited data and stuff. But because my phone technically didn't allow me to have data that they was able to avoid my grandfather clause. I was so mad, and that's why I went to Sprint. As soon as I got Sprint, it was like, oh, it's awesome. Cheap, cheap bill, awesome phone. I think I had like the, that's when I first started, got my iPhone, the iPhone 4 maybe or something like that. Yeah. And it, I didn't have any service anywhere. I was so aggravated. But anyway, back to the story is T-Mobile is getting into the um, TV streaming services like uh, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. Now it's T-Mobile, Disney Plus, ESPN Plus is part of Disney Plus, I think. But yeah, all the... So we are looking at the end of cable as we know it. And people have been saying that for a long time. But cable is done. It's dead. It's over. And the thing is, people keep saying... At the time, a couple couple years back, people say like, "Oh, terrestrial radio's dead." Because I've always been a radio talk radio junkie fan, like AM, mm-hmm. AM FM yeah. talk radio. I love it. That was an easy transition from talk radio, Sirius XM, to podcast. They're still booming. Talk radio's still booming. People still drive cars and listen to actual talk radio. People would say all the time about people like Rush Limbaugh, Glenn Beck, all these talk, you know, radio talk show hosts right. that TV's going to take them out. TV only ran for what sixty years, and they're already dying, already. Slowly, it's crazy, isn't it? It's crazy. Like everybody's jumping onto this board of streaming, like anything you want. Like why? I remember saying years ago, "Is why is my cable bill so expensive?" This is before the streaming really took off, and I remember t- complaining to myself, "Is I only watch certain amount of channels." I don't want to pay for everything else because you're paying like $120 a month for, for cable. There was always that. You're like, okay, so I want the sports channels, but I can't 
I have to get this package to get that. And then right. you got like 90 other channels that just, like, oh, I got 700 channels. Well, half, like there are four of the channels are exactly the same. So it's like five one, of them are Spanish. Right. One through one through one through 100 is pretty much all channels you get. Then you got like 200 through 300, same exact ones as one through 100. You know what I mean? Right. It's all the same nonsense. And then you had like channels in the 900s where like the music channels. But, like, it's so silly. I remember saying to myself all the time, like I said again, why can't we just pay for what we want? And now we can actually do that. And that's what killed them. They, in the marketplace, in free, in the free market, in capitalism, if you don't adjust quickly, you will die. And then we're looking at the free market at work right now. You hear my kid crying in the background? I do. I don't. There could be potential charges in the future. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know what she's got going on, but it's uh, you. If you don't, if you don't adjust to what your to what your audience wants, because everybody had cable, it would have been so easy to transition into the internet, but they didn't adapt. Just like um, Blockbuster, Blockbuster Video, and Netflix. Are those even around? Is there Blockbusters there's, these days? Yep. There's one in Texas. There's one left. Oh. Oh. Ooh. ooh. Yeah, the one I, star state, the Lone Star state. Yeah, there's one. There's one blockbuster left, and at just in 2000, was it 2005? I can't remember if it was five or 14 that they they were the biggest thing on Slicebar. I think it was probably I would think 2005, but 14 wasn't that many years ago. We got a lot of technical technological advances since then, but Blockbuster had an opportunity to buy Netflix. They could have bought them, and they said, nah. People don't want to go, like, even Redbox was getting big. So, let's say it was 14. People was like, nah, people's not going to go to a vending machine and get their DVDs. They want the experience. They didn't want to adapt to what their customer base had. And they were they, it was a huge downspire. There's a, I think Netflix actually has a documentary on Blockbuster, weirdly enough, ironic as that is. <laughs> And you know, uh, well, family video; those are all being bought and turned into Dollar Generals now. That's weird. I've seen that one in Mansfield. Yeah, it seemed like it happened literally over the weekend. Yeah, yeah, they're, oh, yeah. I don't know. It's just there's a lot. The world is moving and it's advancing and it's but, great. But you know what? I could also see too. So, but because because Netflix has already tried this, I'm pretty sure. Um, when everyone adapts to this and they start having all these streaming services. They're going to raise the price. Yeah. And it's going to go up and then people are going to get mad. It's similar to cable. Yeah, because if you look at it, you're paying $14 a month now for Netflix. And then plus you're paying probably 9 or 10 for um, uh, ES or for Disney Plus. So people's going to start eliminating. It's going to get better and better, but it's a good thing and a bad thing. I want to see where it goes, how it all works. I'm really excited about it just to see the... Just to see how everything's moving. But you know something else I'm excited about is Wendy's. Do you like Wendy's? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, I like the uh, baked potato. Oh, yeah? sour cr- Extra sour cream, butter, and chives. All day, that's what I eat. Yeah. Or, or the chili, maybe. Yeah, well, I love them too. But one thing that's even great about Wendy's is they're bringing back a classic uh, chicken sandwich. Everybody loves a good classic chicken sandwich. Am I correct? Yes. What would I told you if Wendy's were giving them away for free? Would you believe me? Uh, no, because well, that's a lot of money lost. That's a lot of money lost. But it's great marketing, great advertising. They're giving them. They're giving away free chicken sandwiches if you order on their app, or if, I think if you can just go into the store until November eighth. I seen that article today, and I'm like, 
Wow. That's bro. So now I'm going to go through and I'm going to get me a free chicken sandwich. Hold on. What what day was that for the people that didn't get it? Yeah, November 8th. Is November 8th. You know, what happened to the uh, uh, the Bacon Classic? Is that still? I That was in Mr. Deeds. I don't know if you remember. Um, I think it was the helicopter scene or something. He was like, I want the Bacon Classic or something like that. I, I think they got rid of that. I'm not too sure. But a free chicken sandwich. But I feel like they already have like, they're like, it's like they have like the, the I, I don't even know if I'm saying it right, but the uh, Asiago. Asiago chicken? Sandwich? Asiago. Is it Asiago? Asiago? <laughs> I, 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 don't, I, I, don't, I don't, don't know where they find them chicken at. I don't know, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. So when the world goes crazy after the election, at least everybody can go get themselves a free chicken sandwich. Yep, yep. Everyone else, the whole world's burning and we're just eating chicken. Yeah, maybe, maybe Wendy's the one to sponsor the show. I don't know. Hint, hint. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, so what'd you do this week? How was your week? It has been a, a kind of an eventful week. Um, but to start it off, so I got a new car. Mm, what'd you get? I got a 2020 Kia Sorento. We call them Sorentis, us Kia people. That's a SUV? Thing? It is a all-wheel drive SUV. When did you, wait, 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 did you drive it here? I did. I drove, I, you didn't notice it. Oh, I didn't. Oh, yeah. So I drove it here, but... I liked your car. What made you want to get rid of your car? And um, a, and so, a bicycle rack. Right. And this is what I was getting at. Um, It did have a bicycle rack, and I still have it. I took it. Mm. Right, right. So I was upside down on my lease. Um, I literally... Wait, 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 what does that mean? Okay. So what that means is I put too much miles on that car too soon when when you're leasing you're only allotted so many miles a year i was allotted fifteen thousand a year um when COVID hit i had to go down to columbus a lot a lot of people were uh, taking you know they were uh doing that fake cough getting two weeks off right with that. right so i was uh traveling a lot um so i put way too many miles on it and i sat down and i did the math and i'm like this this happened to me the first time. Um, I was in a bad spot. I put way too many miles on it, too much to where I couldn't afford to give three thousand dollars to get out of a lease. So wait, wait, wait. How, so what do you think about leasing? And uh, I've never leased a vehicle. You haven't? Okay. So pretty much what what leasing is good for is someone that doesn't drive a lot. So let's say like you've you've got the uh, you you've got a mom. She takes the kids to school, you know, drops them off on the way to work, whatever. Someone that doesn't drive a lot. That's what leasing's for. Because mm. typically when you when you lease a car, you're not paying the full amount. You're only paying part of the amount, which allows like, the payment to be like $199. Oh, so you're renting a car pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. That's pretty much what you're doing. And when your lease is up, you turn it in and then you get a new car. Oh, so you always you can rent a, you can always keep the top of the line vehicles. Right. That's a so good deal. It is for that type of person, but with my lifestyle and the type of work I do, it is not. So um I was in no position to be giving out three thousand dollars because after you go over your mileage, it's like fifteen cents a mile was what Nissan wow. said. So I and, and I was what with did, Nissan. What did the dealer say when you brought it back in? Mm, the 
Kia dealer mm, or whoever. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I brought this car in and uh, I was sitting there cause I had already thought about this and th- this is why I was trying to take care of it. Um, I sat down with him and he's looking and he's like, all right, um, you're completely upside down on this lease. I go, I know. And they had a promotion going where they eat so much of the negative equity that carries over to get mm. me out of the lease. Right. Right. So now does this hit your this, credit score? At this all? problem, well, hold on, hold on. This problem, it had to be taken care of. And so I wanted to get it taken care of now because I'm going to have to eventually take care of this problem or I'm going to be in the same position I was. Yeah, you don't want that. Right, right. So um, what I originally wanted was, you know, a car with a cheaper payment, but it couldn't happen because they couldn't they couldn't eat so much of the negative equity with the car. Like each vehicle had so, so you didn't much. didn't catch it fast enough. Um, I wouldn't so much that it was just that I had so much negative equity carrying over. Cause when you buy someone out of a lease, it's like an absurd amount of money. Like my car is worth, was worth like $16,000 with the mileage on it being in 2020. But in order for me to get out of the lease, they had to buy me out of it. So the total was like $28,000. It's a gap. Yeah. A big one. Um, so the guy, he was, he was kind of upset. He's like, so, and his name was Travis, super good guy. He told me what I already knew, which was, it was the truth. Cool guy. Um, he's like, listen, this is literally the only thing that we can offer you that would, that would take away enough of that negative equity. So immediately I, I was reverting back to, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to walk. But I sat there. And he's like, I don't want to tell you what to do because this is you, but you, this is a problem that you're eventually going to have to deal with. Right. And like, and this is what I'm getting at because a lot of times when people, they have these problems in front of them, they just, they run. And that's what I wanted to do. I was like, I, I just kept wanting to put it off and put it off. There's nothing wrong with the kids around tell. It's a nice car. Right, right. So what I did was I sat there. And I thought, I thought hard for like a half hour. And I, I, I don't know that he was getting annoyed. I don't think he was a super cool guy. But we were going back and forth. And uh, finally, we were able to reach an agreement. And it was actually, I feel like it was like, I really tried to like lowball him on a payment. So I just gave him some number. And he looked and he's like, I can try, but I don't think they're going to do it. So he went back there and he come back and he got it. No money down. I got an SUV. I'm out of a lease. All wheel drive car? All wheel drive. Uh, I was telling my friend earlier, not the deal I wanted, but the deal I needed. Yeah. I mean, yeah. As long as you got, as long as you're fine in the end and it didn't take a hit to your credit score again? Um, No, no. Well, I mean, usually like when you do credit checks, like when someone inquires about it, you typically lose a point for them checking. So I did, but this is something else too, because I use Credit Karma. Mm -hmm. Um, They show you two credit scores. Right. Right. The one they don't show you is the TransUnion, and that's the one that people use. And I didn't know that, so... They checked my score and it was 
way higher than Credit Karma said. Right. Well, it doesn't show up, but the other two scores, it was way higher than them. Good. So I was like, wow. So I was surprised, but I guess that the other two credit scores, the credit scores that uh, Credit Karma shows you, uh, Experion and uh, e- Equifax. Equifax, yeah, yeah. Those are typically looked at for something else. Maybe like for like rentals or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I learned that, which is pretty cool, but. Wow. Yeah, oh, that's so. A, that's uh, awesome, man. Didn't like, take a big hit, but I got into it, and I'm I'm glad I did, because my immediate response was like, run. You right. will just figure it out when the but, lease yeah. is up. And then I knew I would be in a bad position, so I'm like. Kick the can down the road. I'm I'm really glad. Yeah, the only move you really had at that point, if you did run, is to literally park your car and then buy something else just to put around in. At that point, yeah. And that's why I was like, because Travis really helped me to realize, and, and I need to start doing this with like everything. Like don't don't run from the problem. Try to fix it. Right. Yeah, there's always a, there's always a solution no matter no matter what, which is cool. But your your story about uh, getting a vehicle just yesterday, I actually picked something up for the business. We got a dump truck, a one ton dump truck, which is uh, it's an older one. It's a 1990s. Got a 350 in it with a 12 10 foot 10 foot dump dump bed. We got it for eighteen hundred dollars. Now, is that what you were stealing that lighthouse with? Is that <laughs> right? Yeah. We uh we seen it on me and Connor seen it on uh, on the Facebooks marketplace and we're like, there's no way this this guy wants eighteen hundred dollars for a dump truck. So we go up there and he's like, yeah, he says all oh, the torque converters bad. This is bad. This is bad. This is bad. We're like looking at it. We're like, something's not right. Something you know what I mean. So we're like, all right, whatever. So we go up there. On our way up there, we had to go to the gas station. All right, this is this is this is a weird, crazy story, and I'm gonna share it on my um, life and lawn care podcast. We go to the gas station, right? We have to get a little bit of fuel. I have to air up my tires. I have to air up all the trailer tires. Use my, I use a car hauler. Use my car hauler. And uh, there's this young kid, probably 16 years old, sitting at the gas pump, just wham, 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 trying to start his car. No, 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 no. It won't start. It won't start. It won't start. We're like, hey, man, what's going on? He goes, I don't know. The thing won't start. He's like, is your fuel gauge working? He's like, no. I was like, well, uh, <laughs> you're out of gas. He's just a little redneck kid. He's like, oh, I was like, and he's just standing there for a minute. We're talking to him and he's not getting gas. He's like, I was like, uh, you're going to get some fuel. He's like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna try to, you know, he's being real nonchalant. And I'm like, some here. I was like, you need some money for gas or something. You like, he's like, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. I'm like, uh, well, you're, do you have money? He's like, no, but I'm going to call my dad or I'm going to do this. And I'm like, look, man, here's, here's whatever. So me and Connor give him five gallons, not five bucks. We give him five gallons, which only like 12 or $15. But that's what started our day, right? So we're driving up here. We hooked this young kid up, feeling good about ourselves. You know how karma works and everything. You know, but that's what I was getting. I was like, yeah, they started their day good. Go on. Starting their, starting their day good. So we're going up there. As soon as we get on route two, in interstate 70 mile an hour we had a tire blowout on our trailer no big deal i got four you can get where you need to go with three tires you can get where you need to go with two tires if you do it right so i was like nah, i know we're deal. we pull off to the side of the road we're like well we're gonna lose probably an hour an hour and a half going into town getting this going to menards to buy it some random guy pulls over with a trailer he's like huh well how much you guys got you know he goes i'll sell you this tra- this tra- trailer tire perfect size he pops it off of his trailer and puts it onto our trailer, and we buy that for a hundred dollars, thirty dollars cheaper 
then a brand new one still had the stickers on. He just left Menards. He's like, I don't care. I just want to help someone out, blah, blah, blah. So that, that was our start to it. Like, oh, wow, man, that's awesome. And we me and Connor kept telling ourselves, good thing we stopped and helped this young kid because we was down maybe four minutes with a blown tire on the side of the interstate. This guy just stopped, give us a tire, and we get going. This is looking like a Disney film. <laughs> exactly. We get to this guy's house. We're buying the truck from. Turns out the guy didn't have the ground cable hooked up. It was a, it was a way, like he didn't realize we're like, look, man, we told him like, look, you had this wrong, this wrong, this wrong. Yeah, there's there's nothing wrong with the torque converter. Torque converter is fine. It's just out of time. It just needs to be advanced timing. Your timing chain's off. He's like, I don't care. I still want the same price. We're like, awesome. Like, it's, we, we didn't have to tell him that. He goes, just because you guys are super honest with me about that, like, take it. You know, so we, we loaded up on my car hauler and everything. Then I have a, on my other side, another tire starts leaking. And he comes out and he gives me two spares for $50 with the rims. So we got three in one day. We got three new tires for $150 total. And I was like, the, the likelihood, the chances. And like, wh- what would happen at the very start of this day if we didn't, if we didn't stop and help this young kid? Because I remember, dude, I have ran, when I was his age, just a young redneck running around town. I remember I've ran out of gas so many places walking with a can and people not stopping. People that I know and know me just blowing right on by i've ran out of gas so many times just on the middle of interstate there's i got so many crazy stories about running out of gas but we just decided to help this young redneck kid out and that karma had carried over and so now today we get to we're driving that truck around the block kind of checking everything out we're messing with the timing connor's still working on it right now at the shop and it's just like it's just amazing how karma can can turn so we bought a lottery ticket we didn't hit but well, that's because you wasted all your luck before, and it, it was it was just so. Awesome. I guess it wasn't a waste, but well, and just like the first year of owning a business, like I went from using a half ton pickup truck with a little shitty uh, single axle homemade trailer to where now we have a, a, an eighteen foot landscape trailer, an eighteen foot equipment trailer, and slash car hauler now, and uh, a dump truck. I have a one ton flatbed truck. Uh, I still have my truck, and I have an, and I have another. I, I've accumulated all this stuff, and it's just like you don't realize the momentum that you gain in life. You don't realize the, uh, the, uh, you don't realize how much how much progression you're actually making until you sit back and you look at like where was I at last year? How much have I grown? As I progress, where where am I at fiscally? Where am I? Is my bills being paid? Is everything working? And it's like, is God good? Is everything good? And it's like, yes. So that was that was kind of like my realization yesterday because I, you know how you just get down. You like when you're in business, you feel like you need to be growing faster. You need to be scaling your business faster. And I was just like, it was just a lot. It was a crazy story. So happy we got a dump truck, man. It was awesome. It was awesome. I don't know why, but I just picture you mowing someone's grass, and then you're there that night putting Miracle Grow in it, so you can mow it like in two days. Hey, just just to get that money. Some of the hey, some of them yards people want their yard uh, fertilized and treated, and uh, people will pay big money to have their lawns looking good. I'm talking big money. It ain't just a lot of people out there probably think mowing grass is for just some little crackhead kid running around or some young kid, or whatever. No, I'm talking. 
mowing grass pays the bills. It, it's some serious. Oh, there's there's some guys that work that are doing on the side. They they have accounts they do and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You can make some serious, serious cash. One thing I want to ask you, too, is uh, sports cards. Have you heard the new hype about sports cards and everybody buying sports cards and different? Have you heard anything about it? Uh, no. Do you have any sports cards? Sports cards? cards like- sports cards, like older basketball cards, LeBron James rookies, Michael Jordan cards, Larry Bird cards, anything like that? Uh, Do you I, still have cards from back in the day? No, no I, the only cards that I did have were the uh, Pokemon and the uh, Yu-Gi-Oh cards. You still have? I them? didn't get into the uh, um, sports cards. My son, however, has football. He loves football cards. Mm. But I just, I don't know. I kind of feel like it was it, it it left. That's that's exactly what I thought. I have a somewhere around where we're recording right now. There's a couple boxes full of old old baseball cards football cards, basketball cards, and I haven't went through. And a buddy of mine heard that I had them. And he was like, dude, you want to sell these cards? And I was like, uh, no. Like, but he's not the only one. I've heard multiple people ask me to buy these cards. I've heard multiple people talking about football cards, sports cards, basketball cards. And I don't know if it's like just me or I'm looking at a potential new hike or or some kind of new interest in sports cards, and I don't know what it is because it was big when we were younger, but I, th- I swear I think it's coming back. I just didn't know if you you heard about it. even Gary V. I don't know if you follow Gary V. on the internet. He's like motivational speaker slash guru. The, um, now that I think about it, um, I was doing uh, I was working when I was at Red Bull. I was working with the uh, district manager of Seven Up around this area, and. Uh, that's what he did. He had his own account and he would like, he would buy like, like the rookie, like whatever, some popular player. He was always like on his phone, like looking. And then he had like a PayPal account set up and he would just buy them. That's what I'm saying. Sports cards are the new thing. They're coming back. Like, so I wish I can trust somebody. I wish, I, cause I don't have the time. I wish I can get it with someone like a card dealer or somebody and be like, Look, here's all my cards I have. Well, let me know what I got. But it's like, what happens if I have something that's worth major value? He knows I don't know. He's going to put that bitch away and be like, this is all you got. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, now, see, and, and I don't know how it works with cards, but like, because I have, because um, I collect comics. Um, what you do with comics is you send it in. And you have people grade it. They'll 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 put a grade on it, and right, then they seal it up, and then it's one. You know, you're sending one thing off at a time. Well, yeah, it's costly. It's costly doing that. Um. See, I was gonna take my uh my uh, Pokemon cards to you know at the at, at the fairgrounds. There's like a guy there that buys them, but that's even them lowballing you, trying to give you low offers. Well, they gotta so, make their money, right? Too. Right, and I so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's it's definitely it's definitely the new thing. I really think uh So what you're saying is I should probably start there's there's a kid that uh that works with us and he like I, I remember uh someone told me he was in a he was in a, working in a Dollar General. Um not at Dollar General, but he was there and he bought all the Pokemon cards that was there. Yeah. All of them. So yeah, it must not be any much different. Back. Pokemon cards are creating value. There's a lot of value within cards and trading cards. I don't know what it is, but it's going to be like 
the next uh it's gonna be like the next thing i'm I'm telling you I'm actually dumbfounded I want to know why like is is there just is it just that like there's there's more added value on a on a player nowadays like they're just reaching superstar status quicker or like are nope. they're just grabbing onto it hoping to get rich I have no I have no idea I don't know I don't know what it is but it's 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 definitely coming back if there's any value so you like like currency it's anything of value like whatever people are using that becomes a currency currency is not only um gold currency is not not only like pound sterling silver precious metals currency is um also uh, networking like if you know a lot of people you become valuable if um so so more people are trading these cards then now the marketplace takes off they be they become value if no one cared like vhs tapes Vi- here's a good one vinyl people mm-hmm. hipsters are into vinyl records 10 years ago they were trash can now people are like hipster loving over vinyl records, which is crazy. That's funny because because I looked today at one, I was like, man, I really want to get a record player. Right. But now I'm not. Right. Or you know, it's cool. I'm not calling you a weird hipster or anything. I'm just saying like that's like the that's like the like the new thing. People just want to be like, oh, I want to hear that original sound coming from that coming from that vinyl, which is cool. I used to have a record player. Um, and then I lost it, I guess. I don't really know. It must have been happened during one of my crazy times. friend of mine has one uh, up in the Cleveland area. Shout out Keith Volt. You can get them anywhere. You can get them. For, you can get and them he, and just, he, he has had one. Just to clarify, he has had one before it got popular. Mm-hmm. He sits back, pops that old him Slim Shady in. Oh, he has his thing. Yep, yeah. yep. He, he, he orders them. Yeah, you can't really you can't really beat that. I was looking. I I told you I said, hey, did you hear uh, Amy Coney Barrett got to the Supreme Court? Which you don't really care at all. I wouldn't say that. You're right. I don't. Go ahead. All right. Well, yeah. it's just a real real quick rant. Like with people like you who don't follow politics at all and don't care, we're the people that's going to get ran all over because we don't know anything. Right. You guys are. But that's why I got you. Right. You guys are. But the thing is, which is weird, is memes are now like the new age of the new soundbite of information. Just a simple little cartoon meme is where a lot of people get their political news from, which it could be a good thing and a bad thing. Because I asked you about Hunter Biden. Have you heard what's going on with Hunter Biden and the whole Biden situation? Because YouTube, uh, YouTube, Twitter, all them suppressed a story from uh the New York Post which is really really crazy and weird. And I you know I do agree with that cuz there's there's a lot of censorship going on right now. That's what there's I'm saying. There's a lot and then and then the meme comes out cuz you know it's something that happens and then they they put something they put like like this funny quote on it. And that's the only reason why I know sometimes. Right. Well like that's this is what I'm trying to get into here it's like we can we can rant about the Joe Bidens and the Hillary Clintons and the and the Mitch McConnells who have never been in business ever. They've always been lifelong politicians, and for some reason, you make let's let's say one hundred thirty five thousand dollars a year as a politician, as a, as a senator. Maybe it's one hundred sixty. How do you become a multimillionaire? <laughs> like how does how does that happen? So it's it's it is speaking engagements, lobbyists paying paying you money, but like this Hunter Biden thing that all came out. It's unfortunate because 
the we talked about drug past and stuff, and it turns out like Hunter Biden has a horrible history with drug addiction, and I relate on a lot of that. And I think a lot of it got blocked because that has nothing almost to do with Joe Biden. So people don't want people don't want to get like Hunter Biden, his son, conflicted with with Joe Biden, his dad. But the fact is that they censored censored free speech. And this is something that we've seen a lot of the big tech, the big tech world has, and it's, um, it's not an attack on the Biden family. Like I'm an independent libertarian. So it's like, I don't really care. You know, I come from a drug addiction background, so I'm not talking bad about it, but I'm looking at it from a censorship point of view. And us as Americans, our foundation is built on the right to free speech, the right to, uh, uh, protest the right to uh, assembly the 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 right to uh, religion and our most fundamental rights of being is being censored by our oligarchs now is uh, a fire department and a police department those are public goods we pay through for them with our tax dollars they're not necessarily rights right a right that a human being has is where you stand in the face of nature and of nature's God. So if you are in nature with no one else around you, you still have the right to defend yourself. You still have the right to speak and think your own thoughts, things like that. So like police departments, fire departments, they are public. Those are public goods. We, we choose to have these things. So we pay a little bit more in taxes. Now, at some point, do you think you as a non-political person, do you think that the internet, Facebook, Google, Twitter, these huge conglomerates where we get all our, these are private industries right now, but do you think that these should be become like a public trust, like a public good to where you, if, if you are on the bad side of Twitter, you will be shadow banned. If you are on the bad side of Google, you will be shadow banned. No, I don't like it. I don't like it. Not at all. You think they should just leave them alone? I mean, yeah, I think so. You think that Google should be able to shadow ban conservative voices? Oh, no, no. That's what you said. Oh, no, I guess I didn't understand it. Right, and that's the problem. It's confusing. It really is confusing. But I I don't want Amazon, Google, any of these places. But see, but to see, this is my thing with all of those is... It's hard to, because it's like, are they a public good or are they a private company? What are are they a publisher? What are they? You know what I mean? What what are these people classified? Because everybody uses these platforms to get all your information. Now it used to be a running joke. It used to be a running joke to say, oh, I read it on the internet. Now, if you don't read it on the internet, chances are it's false. Yeah, that that joke came true. But see, that this is that's my biggest thing with reading it on the internet is. It's like they cherry pick one, they cherry pick stories, and two, you don't know what to believe on any platform. That's the problem. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, at what point do these people stop becoming, they are a private company, so they can do what they want. As a libertarian, I sit back and I say, they can do whatever they want. But someone who also has conservative thoughts and a conservative mindset, I'm thinking, it's proof that they are shadow banning more conservative people. So can the government say, Hey, you can't block because 
everybody goes to Google to find something out. If you're trying to get your voice out, let's say you're running Mike Cole running for Congress. Okay. Mm hmm. Mike Cole running for Congress. What if Google does decides that they get a big paycheck or they get some sort of deal out with a current congresswoman or congressman, whatever, and so Google just kind of suppresses your information? Like, instead of hitting on the first page of Google, you're not well, on the fourth see, or fifth. See, the, the first problem is is that it's crazy that these companies are so big mm -hmm. that they can do this. And this is just something that comes with once you get big, I guess, but something that I didn't see. Yeah. And everything this the whole internet thing is, it's all so new. All of this is still so new and technology is moving so fast, but we've literally opened up the world and our minds in today's world. We are living, living in a time to where more people can read more people can read now than ever before. They're reading and writing every day on their uh, through Facebook, through Twitter, through all these different platforms. So these are good things. You know, these are good. Th these are great things. I'm just worried about what is the long term effects of there's a thing called crony capitalism where business gets together with government. And whenever that happens, there there is a monopoly going on right now with tech. You can't just you can start up another search engine based um, business, but you're not going to compete with Google. It's Google. not going because what are you going to do? You're going to like everybody's cell phone, everybody's computer automatically comes with Chrome. It's just what it's what you use. So what are you going to do? Google DuckDuckGo, Google Ask Jeeves. <laughs> like you know, it just doesn't it just doesn't work that way. No. So I look at it like, at what point does the internet? take I don't, at what point does the internet become a public good i think it like this is what this is the same argument that kills me with healthcare. people say healthcare is a right no healthcare is not a right Healthcare should be a public good i think everybody should have quote unquote free nothing is free nothing is ever free you pay more taxes but i think we should all pay taxes to get better health care I, I do believe in that so as a conservative i'm known as a liberal for saying these things but i think i even in me and my radical thoughts <clears throat> i think that our we should cut the def defense budget in half and then get everybody everybody in the military instead of having everybody in all these different countries bring them all back home except for a few places because you can get to anywhere in the world with a nuclear missile or any kind of missile quickly but put all that money into more public goods and maybe that is the internet i don't know well you, you know and with me you know being in at one point i've seen that like it's a lot of wasted money there's a lot of money that does go to waste well i mean and i mean waste as in uh i guess i'm using it lightly i don't know really i'm just trying not to piss anyone off but no, fuck them. It, that's it, the way i look at it um i've seen like a lot they they do waste a lot of money on some unnecessary well, stuff. Yeah, I see what you're saying. And a lot of people look at me and they say, well, you can't – we want to have the biggest, strongest – I'm not saying not invest into money. I'm saying, like, instead of instead of having 20,000 um, bases – or 20,000, instead of having all these different bases in all these different countries, have, like, a couple larger bases, one in, like, Germany, one in England, one in Israel, one in South um, – 
uh, South Korea. Just have a couple of them, a couple larger bases, and that's it. Instead of having a base in every, but that would save a lot of money. Bring these people back home, and take the money that you save from that because you wouldn't, you know, you you're not having that over there as much. Take that money, invest it into police resources, and they could uh, uh, redo the entire police force, which needs a lot of uh, help. Yeah. Help right now. I got mm-hmm. a ton of help. But, like, my whole thing is I just sit here and I think about Google, Hunter Biden, uh, just the crazy political stories that get suppressed. Why do these things get suppressed? And they say it's because they don't want to spread false information. But now it's coming out that it's actually, it wasn't false. It was actually true. It was a real computer, a real hard drive. That story doesn't matter. But they suppressed it for a long time. For what reason? But, like... I don't think anything should be suppressed. I don't I don't believe in any style of censorship. I don't believe I don't believe in any censorship at all. Even yelling fire in a crowded theater. I think you're crazy for saying these things. I think you're crazy for using certain words and you shouldn't do it and I think society should that's why I love the free market. Not capitalism. The free market, because like, let's say, let's go back to the old, old things. Let's say you are a baker. This is an old, old argument, but you refuse to make, let's say you're a a Muslim baker. And as a Muslim baker, the Quran tells you, you can't support gay marriages. So someone says, Hey, Mr. Muslim baker, you have to, you have to make me a gay cake for my gay wedding. You know what I mean? So instead of forcing someone to do that, no one should be forced to go against their religious wills. The market should say, look, there's another bakery across the street that makes just as good. Let's go spend our money over there. And in due time, the you as the Muslim man who refuses to do whatever or the Christian man, doesn't matter, you will eventually be out of the marketplace or you will adjust. Something simple like that. Now, is that going to change to Google? Is that going to change to Twitter and Facebook? And that, 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 those are things I'm thinking of. Like, what is going on? It, they're getting so big. Are they too big to fail? That's my question. Do you think Google is too big to fail? It's a public... You Do you need it as a human? No. But same way, you don't technically need the police. You don't technically need the fire department. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And also... As you're sitting here talking about this and what you think about, there, there's some, there's that saying: some people would just rather watch the world burn. Mm-hmm, that's me. And, uh, really? Because <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's me, and you would try to help. Like, yeah, I guess I guess I kind of would. Like you're you're sitting here with all these thoughts, and I'm like, I feel like I'm doing something wrong. Like he's well, thinking about this in his free time. I'm thinking about what I'm gonna eat. Right. Well, here's the thing too: is there's a thing called red pill and you haven't been red pilled and that's not a knock on you it's just you're living life in a way that society has dictated you live your and this is not trying to be controversial i mean this is just saying like some people just don't know certain things because they want to live their life well like the government and the way that they're structured right now we as libertarians and people who are quote unquote fingers in the air red pilled woke if you will the term woke Woke. yeah yeah it's it's that term has been taken over by like the great bill burr said white liberals you know guilty white liberals and it's 
we look well, in certain circles they would call people like you sheep who don't know and that's not you know you probably seen them memes you know yeah and that's not a bad thing but it's like when someone like me is i've been thinking about these different things for a very very long time and i've realized none of it matters i can't make it like i would almost rather go back to a time to where i didn't know anything didn't research any of the uh conspiratorial, uh, controversial government lobbyist and um, false flag, all these different things that's happened throughout the years that it's makes our, you know, like you can't change it because it's just so big, but it's like, well, actually the more people learn and the more people wake up to the fact that like this, all this nonsense is going on. We're all this information is being suppressed. It challenges the status quo. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like sometimes I think, man, I just wish I can just go back to just thinking about what I'm going to have for dinner versus. You wish it could be me. I wish I could be you sometimes. Yeah. But then again, if everybody thought like how I did, what would the world look like then too? You know what I mean? Just a bunch of radical libertarians running around yelling at everybody. Right. And (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, right. Imagine shopping at the grocery store. Jesus. Yeah, um, that's got non-GMOs in it. That's not grass-fed, you know, grass-fed. Oh, you're going to hell. Yeah, that's not pasture grain and grass-fed butter. Yeah. Crazy, crazy stuff. I don't know. It's just. It, I always wish that I was knowledgeable about it, but so it's like, but if I get knowledgeable about it, then I have an opinion that I want to back up. You know what started my whole epiphany and or red pill moment was years ago. Well, actually, someone turned me on to, actually Cody Hill did, turned me on to the Joe Rogan podcast back when Joe Rogan was still with Ice House Media, like years ago before Joe Rogan popped, when podcasts, it was like 2012, Mm -hmm. so around there when podcasts were first getting started. And I started listening to Joe Rogan, he started talking talking to all these different people, and it was like... Wow, you know, d- different ideas, sharing ideas. Uh, I started listening to talk radio, and they were talking like different, different things about the government, then conspiracy theories that actually came true, and all the different people that Joe Rogan had. Then there was a um, a documentary called The Zeitgeist, and I believe that documentary on Zeitgeist is still on Netflix. That opened my mind to, and then I started reading a lot of literature by Rand Paul. And I started reading Hayek, uh, started reading all these, all these different Ayn Rand. I read Fountainhead, like, um, Adam Smith's the invisible hand. I started reading all these different books, Plato, all these different things from history and the, what the state of man is, uh, what is free, like, what is the Magna Carta? You know what I mean? Like, uh, like all kinds of different literature I started reading and I was like, wow. And I, that's what opened my mind and I started seeing the world in a different way. And that's what I think that's great about podcasts. Great about YouTube. Great about Twitter is it was so open to sharing ideas and sharing thoughts. But now just like Kanye said, at Joe Rogan's last podcast was you're crazy. If you speak the truth in a world full of lies, like Everybody calls Kanye crazy for that, for the things he said. And he just, he just speaks on different topics, but he tells the truth on certain topics. So everybody says he's crazy for it because it's not normal. Everybody wants to be the 
go along to get around, go along to get along. I just want to go to work. I don't really care. I want to hang out with my family, go to work, make a little bit of money. I don't care who runs for a political office. Don't care what they're, but that's what's got us in trouble for all these years. Cause a lot of people don't even know we're like what? 26 now, $26 trillion in debt at this point. Who cares? Those are dangerous, dangerous thoughts to have. That's a lot of money. That's that is a lot of money. And this has all happened within the past 12 years. Like since George Bush, like our spending is, it's, it's ridiculous, but I don't know. I think we need like another Ron Paul style can. I wish Ron Paul wasn't so old now, but if I was you, I would watch the documentary, the zeitgeist. And I think that will open your mind to a lot of everything that's going on. Yeah. I'm I'm like, do I really want to? You want to. The zeitgeist. And you think it's still on there? Do you think it's still on there though? Uh, if not, it's definitely on YouTube. It's definitely well worth it. The, when I first watched it, it was so, I was taken aback. And then that's, once you go down that rabbit hole, you realize how stupid we are as a society. And I'm one of the dumbest ones out there. But it's a different kind. Like, it's not just like, it's a, it's, it's super different. You become, you literally be the term woke was a different style of term, but it's a good term to use in it. Or red pill. Like when you understand the matrix, what is the red pill? Then you understand how important politics is. But a lot of people stress about politics on the federal level, but the federal level isn't even really where any policies are made or that truly affect your life to an everyday level. Your local level, not even state, but your local level. That's why I want to run for council. Because that's what truly affects you every single day. As soon as you turn your lights on, flush your toilet, your council members are the ones responsible. If your trash gets picked up, you were on council. Yeah, you had a you had a very big responsibility when you was on it, and I respect you because you stepped down. I don't know if you realized how much power you truly held. Yeah, I didn't. Well, it's not that I didn't, maybe I did realize it, but, and that's why I stepped down. Cause I was just like, this is, this is for, so, this needs to be someone who cares Yeah, or someone that can do a better job than I can. I respect cause a lot of people don't, they let their arrogance, their ignorance and their pride, their ego get in their way. And they say, no, this is how it's going to be because whatever, instead of having an open mind and listening to their constituents or the people who live in their city or in their ward, they just, they dictate how it goes. And if you're on council, you have a, you have a very powerful position in your city. Huge. And that's why I've given my sense. Instead of just run, if I was to just run, I would win, but I don't want to just win. I want to understand why I'm running. And that's why I'm giving myself two years. Cause like, we live in such a small town. We got people that are running roughshod over us. And it's, I'm not going to get into our, it doesn't matter. I'm going to get in. And I've already talked to a couple other council members. And I said, look, I'm going to be worse than you are. But it's going to be for the betterment of our city. That makes sense? Yeah. I think, I think it makes sense to you. It does make sense. And that's what matters. Right. And that's, and that's all that matters. Oh, well, we're about an hour in. What do you say? You got anything else you want to talk about? Uh, nothing's coming to mind. <laughs> not, not, I mean, actually, you know what? Yeah. Uh, that's, 
this has just been a, a weird week in the past couple of weeks too. I agree. Ever since I got back, no, see, it's it's weird because it's almost like I'm really good at being institutionalized. Like I feel like I have a better grip on life. Um, when I, because I haven't been going to the gym or I haven't been doing anything. I've just been kind of out here winging it, you know, like a like a bird learning how to fly. It just jumps and flaps his wings and hopes for the best. <laughs> right. That's the best way to describe it. It's like when I have a schedule, like I go to work. I get off work. I go to the gym. I do this. I do this. It seems like I feel like I got I got life by the horn. Like I'm I'm in control, and I haven't been. And it's just been like weird. Hmm. It really got me thinking. Like why why can't I function when there's nothing going on? What do you mean by nothing going on? Like for me to just go home and set, I feel like it's it's wrong. Hmm. I guess, and I just feel like. I'm not doing anything or getting anywhere. Not or, being productive. Right. And it's just weird. And then I was like, and that even brought up like, um, what, when I'm taught to do a job, when I'm being told what to do, I'm awesome at it. But as soon as I got to add like creativity to it or something, it goes, it just drops. And I, I don't understand. Are you looking for your, you feel like you're looking for your calling? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just trying to figure. Yeah, I've, I'm. I'm really thinking about trying to be more creative. Nothing wrong with that. That's great. Yeah, thing. but I don't know. Those are two separate things that I combined into one. So uh, I really seen you honestly as like a, as an entrepreneur, but I also seen you as like a well, t- right? Let's say you was to start a bar last year, you'd be fucked right now. Right. There was a bar over in Willard that got busted by the state because they didn't shut down at 10 o'clock. But, of course, everybody knows that COVID comes out at 945. That's why you have to stop serving drinks. And speaking back to Red Pill, everybody says, just it's the law. Remember people used to say that? People used to say, uh, well, who cares if Google's listening to your uh, cell phones or trading your information? I ain't got nothing to hide. I ain't got nothing to hide. Right. It's like everybody's got something to hide everybody's got something to hide. Well, even these little stupid little rules right now, I think are great for the libertarian movement or great for the woke quote unquote movement, because it's like, why do, why does a bar have to close at 10 o'clock? What, what difference does that fucking make for a disease that has a 99% recovery rate? What, what, what that for a virus that is, Maybe what twice as bad as the flu, maybe if that. Like, yeah. what the fuck is going on with this? Um, all the bar owners, you know, downtown uh, Mansfield, all those bar owners come together and went went uh, forward to the city to, and that's what they were saying. Like, it's stupid. Not only that, this this is our income. Everybody's so. rushing. Everybody can rush to Walmart to buy toilet paper. That's your. If the world was coming to an end, you're gonna rush to Walmart to buy toilet paper. You got your fucking priorities mixed up. And all of us as a society, I think I think this whole pandemic, well, during this whole pandemic, it's been the largest upward transfer of wealth we've ever seen. Places like Amazon, the L.A. Lakers, um, these huge businesses, Walmart has gotten the pandemic payments, but all the small businesses, it's an attack on all small businesses. It's almost felt like, almost felt like. They've crashed the economy and order uh, crashed the economy and the small business owners in order to get Trump out. 
that's a conspiracy. That's totally, you cannot fact check that because that's me and my own thoughts getting a little. Getting a little heavy. As, as, a, as a small business owner, I look at it like, why didn't I qualify for anything? All right, cool. I didn't qualify fine because I don't technically have a um, certain amount of employees. I get it. I, I'm going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Fuck my employees. This way, this way government wants me to feel okay. But what about the bigger small businesses? And even like all of it. It's all been a, this whole thing's been a train wreck. But who cares if the small businesses fail? You, you should, you're the type of guy that would be great as a small business owner running like a bar or a small restaurant, like a niche style food. That was a goal at one time. I always say if I hit the lottery, I'm opening up a bar. Why do you need the lottery? All you need is investors. Yeah. Yeah. It's all you need. And uh, lottery is a shortcut. Or, or lottery, or lottery is a shortcut. You got to be in it to win it. How many times are you actually playing the pick threes or anything? Uh, so yeah, we, uh, me and my friend, uh, Ryan, we usually like, because we have these great systems called, um, PayPal, you know, whatever Venmo, we can transfer money. Mm -hmm. I usually transfer him money. He goes and buys a ticket. So we go halves. Yeah. Well, you can't, uh, you definitely can't beat it. We live in a, we live in a crazy, uh, Definitely a crazy time in a crazy world. I definitely really want you to watch the uh, uh, the Zeitgeist and anybody I, out I there. I looked it up. I looked it up. So it's on YouTube. I'm not sure about Netflix, but it used to be on Netflix. I have to play probably to take it off because it it's a great documentary. That is like it's perfect for people who are like who has a friend like me, and it's like, what the fuck is this motherfucker always talking about? Why are they always worried about shit? The world's okay. Then you're like. It, it's a perfect way to bring in somebody who wants to learn but doesn't want to be overwhelmed with information and feel stupid. Because mm-hmm. that was my problem for a long time. Is like I, didn't, I hated the feeling of feeling stupid. And sometimes I actually feel like I'm doing that to Kayla or someone. Like, And I don't mean to do it, but she won't watch the documentary just because it's boring. She won't even get a chance. But if you actually give a chance, man, it'll open your mind and you'll look at the world a little bit different. And that's a great thing. It it has like five different topics in the documentary. And I haven't seen it in years. You know, their next podcast, next time we get together, it'll be the election day. Oh, wow. That's going to be a good one. <laughs> it will be the third. We, we should do a poll on our uh, on our uh, podcast page on Facebook and just go ahead and say, let's decide right oh now. Oh, my God. Let's decide right now. So, I mean, now that we're at the end of the show, I honestly think everybody everybody around me kept saying, they keep saying uh, that uh, Trump will probably win the Electoral College, Biden will win the popular vote, and he'll actually win in the Supreme Court. I don't think, I think, I think we're going to have a red wave. Like I do a lot of traveling all across the state of Ohio and I'm not, I'm an anti-Trump guy. When Trump first got elected, my first Facebook post after Trump got officially elected in 2016 was this is the death throes of America. Cause I looked at him as a tyrant, as a narcissist, ego, egomaniac, but he's done a little bit better than what I thought. He hasn't done great. Spending is right. out of control. He's not a great president by any means. He's done a lot of good things though. And he's a lot better than what we've had in the past. He's a lot worse in some situations, but it's it's not it's not really far off from the status quo. It really isn't. Like everybody's like, a lot of people hate him in, in Hollywood for no reason. Like, like well, <laughs> no, they don't even it, know why. And, and it's like people. 
I feel like people that are going to vote for Biden, they're just like part of them. They're being, they're told to vote. It's, it's a hate vote. They're just doing it because they don't want Trump. Right. And then part of them actually agree with Biden, his views and whatever well, he brings to the table. The, yeah, he's just but the I feel like party. most of it is fuck Trump. I'm voting for him. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to disagree with that at all. I think uh, a lot of people are going to think like that. A lot of people don't even realize why they hate Trump. A lot of people, yeah, I, I was going to say, a lot of people are stuck on one thing. Like when this whole racism thing came about that Trump's racist, that's all they're stuck on. And they can't get past that. Yeah, they don't want It's And so it's automatically, so uh, screw this guy. I'm going to vote for this guy. I don't know. Who well, cares? He's not Trump. If, if, you, if you look at it, the the uh, the punk, like let's say like the punk rock or like what kids tend to do is they become like the, um, not resistance, but like they want to be outside the norms. But like if you look, everybody and anybody, the cool thing to do and say is to be pro-Biden, fuck Trump. But it's like, what's there to be? There's nothing exciting to be about for Biden. He's an old bumbling man who probably has dementia, who's been in political office for almost 50 years, who spent eight years as a vice president, couldn't get nothing done then. He's changing all his policies. The Obamacare was supposed to be the greatest thing since sliced bread, and he's even talking bad about bad against it. He flip-flops on um, all these different things. So even for people like me who don't really like Trump, and I already know, like, I know my candidate, which is Rand Paul. He dropped out way too early. Like, there's no excitement for Joe Biden at all. There's it, none. There, I like, told you, that's all that Democrats have to offer out of a party that's supposed to be. I was always told growing up that Democrats are for the poor people, Republicans are for the rich people. Yeah. That is the biggest lie I've ever realized it in my life. Well, and maybe it was more so towards when we were growing up as as like poor people ten, yeah like as now it's not well if, yeah well if you look at the actual history of the republican party in the actual history of the democratic party they say that a big thing is that the parties switched no one ever switched like maybe like a strong thurman or a, a couple politicians switched but there was no like their, if their you go into this is what it was if you go and watch this documentary you go and watch this documentary then this will lead you down a rabbit hole of, well, why does this do this? And instead of just taking it on face value, you will then have a little bit of insight to be like, oh, okay, this makes sense. I'm going to go look this up real quick. Boom, boom, boom. It's going to start a huge train, huge process movement in your head. And if you watch it, you might have to watch it more than once. Probably because I... When I read I had books, to, I've I had watched to read it like paragraph twice. Right. I had to watch it like two or three times. And then that's what started my whole red pill moment. That's what started all of it. And then I started, you know, like I said, reading different books and understanding different theologies. And it's a huge awakening that you'll have. And I can't wait to come back on November 3rd, the day the election is. We'll talk about the election as it's, as it's unfolding. We'll look at... We'll be having a podcast. We'll say we'll be looking at the districts as they come in, and we'll talk about it next week when we come in and do the show, and then we'll upload the podcast for Wednesday, and we'll see what happens. What do you think? I like it. I'm excited about it. I can't wait. 
I can't wait till the next podcast to kind of talk about it and and we'll get into get into all that. Well, we'll, we'll do that adventure. It's gonna be it's gonna be good. Hey, appreciate you guys listening to our um, opinions, rants, raids, ideas, whatever we get into I, here at the Camel Hunt Podcast. Like I said, it's wh- what do we do? We just kind of talk about whatever. Whatever. We're we're everything bagel. Well, yeah, we're the, <laughs> we're the we're the everything. We're the, the supreme of pizzas. We just kind of try to. Oh, I like that. Yeah, just, I'm a supreme pizza. I'm, I'm gonna a, use I'm that. I'm a supreme pizza. Hey, everybody out there, y'all are supreme pizzas. Go check us. Out, go check the Facebook page out of Camel Hump Podcast on the Facebooks. We just just hit it out, and we're still working on. We got the YouTube channel out there, but we're gonna start putting more content out about it. We'll see you guys. <laughs>